Howdy, everybody. It's been a while. This is David Sanchez, and this is episode 36 of the Riffs or Die podcast for May 10, 2021. Hope you're doing well. It's been a little while. I had to move into a new place, move into a new time, move into the future. I'm talking to you from the past, and it's quite nice. Moved into a new place here with my lady friend, and that took up a fair chunk of our time, and there was just a a bazillion moving pieces there, so that's why I was unable to create a new podcast. But here I am. This one's here, and then episode 37 will come out sometime in the middle of the week to catch everything up and get us back on schedule. A huge shout-out to Hunter Webb and Narlene Carlene, who signed up on patreon.com slash riffsordie. Hunter Webb and Narlene Carlene both signed up at uh, fairly high levels, and you can do the same at patreon.com slash riffsordie. Thank you, Narlene. Thank you, Hunter. Appreciate you. Riffers unite under the flag of riffs or die. If you want to support the podcast like these people did, you can go to patreon.com slash riffs or die and sign up. Or you can go to riffs or die.com and just pick up some merch. There's some really cool t-shirts in there, some nice stickers, posters, buttons. And soon enough, when I've got the dough to do it, I'll flesh out the store with some more items. I would really love to make some patches and some hoodies one of these days. I'll probably hold off on the hoodies until the weather starts getting cold again. But that being said, in the meantime, there's plenty of merch in there. You can go and pick up riffsordie.com. And when you sign up as a Patreon supporter, you will also get a discount code to save some dough on some new merch there. Everyone that signed up, thank you very much. And everyone that's going to sign up, thank you in advance. As always, if you would like to write an email to me, you can hit me up at podcast at riffsordie.com. Again, you can send in an email with any wisdom, questions, comments, funny concert stories. Send them all over to podcast at riffsordie.com. Well, now you know why the podcast is a little late. And another thing that transpired between the last episode and this one is Havoc's fifth record, V, turned one year old. The one-year anniversary was on May Day, May 1st, 2021. The record came out on May 1st, 2020. Musically, I think it's the coolest record we've made, and lyrically... It's the most proud I've been of the lyrics that are on it. There are a lot of lyrics on V that are incredibly relevant to what's going on today. And I think it's important to note that the lyrics were all written before COVID-19 was ever a phrase. A lot of people seem to get it wrong and think that I'm talking about COVID-19 and shit like that and fear campaign. A lot of people got it wrong also on conformicide with the song Hang Em High. Everyone assumed I was talking about Donald Trump, but that song was written before anyone was elected back in 2016. So, (laughs) 
I'm ahead of the curve on this stuff. I'm not writing about current events. I'm writing about what I see coming down the pipeline, and then the current events just tend to reflect what I wrote. So don't get it twisted. I am not writing about current events. I'm talking about thoughts that I have, and it just happens that the lyrics appear to become prophetic, for better or for worse. Now, a fan pointed out to me that their favorite line of lyrics on V is in the song Ritual of the Mind, and I'll tell you what that line is, but I think it's important to note that this line could easily be related to the current uh, VAXX talk that has been so prevalent in society right now. And the line that the person really likes, and again, I think it's incredibly relevant to the VAX, who can't say the word, the VAXX stuff. The lyric is, they want a war on drugs, but not the ones they sell, because they're making too much money. They want to get you hooked, make you an empty shell. To them, your life means nothing. I wrote this long before medical tyranny was on the edge of anyone's mind, and looking back at it, the song wasn't written about that kind of thing exactly, but it is very relevant and seems to pertain very closely to uh, the jab scare. Well, not necessarily the scare, but the jab talk that we are all uh, stuck in right now. Now, whether or not people want to get the jab kind of doesn't really matter to me. I, I don't really care. That's a matter of personal freedom. You want to get it? Good for you. You don't want to get it? Good for you. The real issue that I think no one's talking about, or it's not being talked about enough, is this idea of vaccine passports. Ooh, I said the word. Oh, no, I'm going to get canceled. But vaccine passports, I think that is the real issue that we need to be talking about. Whether people get vaccinated or not, kind of don't really care. Whatever. Personal freedom. Ain't that a beautiful thing? But the vaccine passport thing is concerning. I don't lose sleep over it, but I'm paying attention, and there's a lot of interesting things with talks of vaccine passports. Now, a lot of people especially because I've been vocal about this on social media. A lot of people are in the comments like, come on, bro, vaccine passports ain't nothing new. You have to show that you've been vaccinated to go to public schools. You have to show that you've been vaccinated to go to Brazil, to go to other countries, blah, blah, blah. Yes, that is absolutely true. The key difference is the type of vaccination passports that are being talked about right now is not just for international travel. Fans even commented to me that vaccine passports have been implemented in their countries. New Zealand, Brazil, and it's being discussed in many other places. And it's not just a passport for traveling international. It's a passport to go into a restaurant. It's a passport to go into a bar. It's a passport to go into a sporting event. It's a passport to go into a grocery store and buy food. That's a big difference between international travel and the ability to buy 
sustenance for you to survive and live. Now, the vaccine passports that are being talked about and in some countries already implemented, it's not about travel. It's about essentially turning you into a slave. If you don't have this, you don't get that. And it's not just luxuries like international travel. It's literally food to eat. It's literally your ability to survive in civilized society. Now, unless you learn how to farm and have land and have animals and farming skills and shit like that, your own water supply, you kind of need to be able to hit a grocery store. These countries that are saying you have to be vaccinated to get groceries is so far beyond what is considered reasonable in my eyes. I can't believe that people don't see how this could turn into a problem and just call others who are concerned with this tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorists who are stupid and anti-science. It's a legitimate concern that shouldn't be politicized. It's really genuinely an option of freedom or slavery. The two options on the table when it comes to talks of vaccine passports that will allow you into or excluded out of things like grocery stores, the options on the table are freedom or slavery. Which one do you want? Do you want to be free or would you like to be a slave? That's really how clear this duality is. It's not just, hey, I won't be able to travel to Mexico if I don't get the jab. No, they're talking about you won't be able to put food in your stomach if you don't get the jab. For instance, in Israel, they've already implemented something like this. They already have basically a two-tiered society, the people that have been vaccinated and the people who have not been vaccinated. The people who have been vaccinated can go about their daily life and have access to all kinds of amenities and privileges that are not able to be enjoyed by people that haven't gotten the jab. It's just like the caste system in India. You got the people that have and the people that have not gotten jabbed. People who have not gotten the jab are second-class citizens. That's real. That's not a conspiracy theory. That is actually happening right now in Israel. And I'm hearing from other people, fans that have commented on my posts on social media saying, yeah, that's happening here as well. I put up a video of a person warning of some of the potential dangers of a vaccine passport program. And I heard from fans. I screenshot it. Here's one. This guy said, dangerous shit. It's happening here too, here in New Zealand. Vaccine passports to travel overseas. Some stores and restaurants won't let you in unless you have a QR scanner. All social conditioning bullshit. I've come to terms already that I'm never leaving this country if it comes to these vaccine passports. That's a comment from an Instagram user on uh, my post. Here's another one. It says, and if you're against the left... It's because you're a Nazi, fascist, homophobe, xenophobe. 
I live in Brazil. Here, people are being arrested because they went to work or invited their family members to their houses. Not a lie. Let me read one part of that again because I think it's very important. He said, people are being arrested because they went to work or invited their family members to their houses. Am I the only one alarmed by this? Are people not understanding how this kind of invasion of your medical history is dangerous? This isn't about just traveling, man. This is much, much deeper and bigger than that. Like I said, it's freedom versus slavery. Which kind of a society do we want to live in? Do we want to live in a free society or do we want to live in a slave state? And speaking of freedom, on the Havoc web store... <laughs> Shameless plug. On the Havoc web store, we just released, well, re-released, the Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death shirts. And there's also a brand new design that's kind of a trippy psychedelic hand. And we also re-released the exposed brain artwork that has a tag on it coming off of the brain that says, Do Not Wash. And right under the art says, Think for Yourself. We released this new merch in the Havoc web store. So if any of that stuff sounds interesting to you, go to store.havoc.band. And you can pick up some of that merch. The uh, Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death shirt is going to be on sale until May 13th. And it's on sale for $17.76. Obviously, $17.76 is the year that America was founded on the idea of personal liberty. What a concept. But if you want to get that shirt on sale, you got to get on it quick. May 13th, that sale is going to end, but right now, Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death shirt is $17.76 at store.havoc.band. I forgot to mention it at the top of the show, and this seemed like as good a time as any to bring it up, because the shirt is very relevant to what I'm talking about. Slavery or freedom? What do we want? So I think that people need to understand the, the weight and the severity of the situation when it comes to vaccine passports, because when I say slavery or freedom are the choices, it's not just for us right now. It's for all future generations of humans. The fork in the road that's before us is going to decide the fate of generations of people. So in my opinion, vaccine passports must be resisted at all costs here. In the U.S. where I live, vaccine passports have to be resisted at all costs. And I'm going to tell you why I think this. So I posted a video the other day on my Instagram. There's some people calling me a kook and whatever, but that's fine. It's nothing new. And <clears throat> in the video, this person's bringing up some of their concerns with the potential dangers of vaccine passports. I highly suggest you go and watch the videos. You'll know what I'm talking about. It'll take you 15 minutes. But here's the thing. If this person is wrong about all this stuff, nothing really changes. We're just, you know, we, we make a lateral move. We go sideways. Nothing really happens. But if the person's correct, 
the implications are innumerable and it could go to some very dark, scary places. Now, what this person's talking about is with these vaccine passports, it's all about your data. They want data about your life. And this person is warning, this person is a CEO of a tech company, and she is talking about how other functionality can easily be added on to the back end of these digital passports. She's saying that it's going to start as just a vaccine passport and it's only about your medical records, which already is illegal for people to ask about your medical records to enter a business. It's already illegal. But anyway, it's not just going to be about whether or not you've gotten the jab. She said, with the flip of a switch, they could tie your banking information to it. They could tie your digital currency or your crypto. They could tie your social networking pages, your social media platforms, your geolocation, your credit score, your credit information. This is essentially what they've got going on in China, the Chinese social credit system. I'm sure a lot of you have seen the Black Mirror episode where there's a social credit score and people get rated all the time based on who they hang out with, how they act in public, the kinds of things they post on social media. There's a Black Mirror episode about this exact thing, and China has already implemented it. Every person in China is already on this social credit system as of last year. By the end of 2020, they already had a billion people on this program. This is what they're attempting to implement everywhere, including on Americans. Now, will all of those things happen to make the digital vaccine passport turned into something like the social credit system in China? Maybe not. Maybe it doesn't happen. But maybe it does. It's very worthy of our consideration to think about this and to think about the implications if such a program was implemented on us. There's the old trope, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Now, if we give government and corporations and tech companies access to our health records and all of our information, yes, it's possible that they don't do anything nefarious with that information. They just are benevolent and hold on to it and that's that, nothing changes and all your information's safe and blah, blah, blah. That's possible. I think it's more likely that it would be used against you. I mean, how much power does government and big tech already have? How much more power do they really need? Does it sound good to you that you want to go buy a banana so you're going to have to prove that you've been vaccinated to go buy a banana? As a freedom-loving person, that doesn't sound very good to me. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this probably lean that same direction of uh, I don't need government entities and corporate entities telling me what to do and how to act. Freedom is incredibly valuable. And it's very rare that you lose freedoms and then you get them back. 
usually governments have a very long history of any time they take away some of your rights, you don't get them back. This would be the final nail in the coffin for your liberty, for your freedom, for your privacy. And you could easily make the argument that we're already kind of succumbed to this Orwellian surveillance system because we're all carrying a supercomputer in our pocket that has the ability to see and listen at all times and track our location. Yes, that's true. But why would you want to voluntarily make it even more brutal, even more surveillance? Why would you want that? I can't think of a reason why you would want more surveillance than we already have. I think it's already pretty good, (laughs) the amount that they're doing and tracking us. And it blows my mind that bringing this stuff up makes people recoil in horror and call you a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist for even asking these questions or having any concerns over your privacy and your data and your health records. This is a complete violation of the Fourth Amendment. You have the right to your personal effects and to be secure. It also violates the Fifth Amendment. You have the right to remain silent. So if the grocery store is going to say, hey, you need to prove that you've been vaccinated to come in to buy an apple and a banana, that's a violation of your Fifth Amendment right because they're not allowing you to remain silent. They're more or less demanding that you vocalize your medical records. It's also a violation of HIPAA. HIPAA, H-I-P-A-A, stands for the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. Basically, HIPAA is what you sign at a doctor's office that says, hey, you're not allowed to give out my medical records to anyone else unless you let me know that it's going to happen first, and I say, yeah, go ahead and do that. HIPAA is like a non-disclosure agreement that doctors all have to agree to, to not divulge your medical records to other people. And one of the things with HIPAA as well is that it's illegal for them to even ask you for your medical records. For a business to even ask for your medical papers is not legal. So there's already a lot of things that are written into law that protect us from things like this. So if we just go ahead and sign away our rights to any of those privacies, I don't think we're ever going to get them back. So right now is like a do or die, make or break moment, especially for America. If we let this be implemented, I don't know if we're ever going to get it back. Like I said, maybe this person's completely wrong about all this stuff. Maybe I'm completely wrong about all this stuff. But it begs the question, what if I'm not wrong? What if this person's not wrong about this shit? It's definitely worth consideration. I mean, first they're going to have this. Maybe next it's going to be facial recognition technology. You know, in China, they've got a camera for every four people in that country. And lots of their cameras are connected to databases that are connected with government. And they're storing everybody's face in those databases. Because of that technology, in China, they can find anybody who's speaking out against the Chinese government within five minutes. 
China is a little bit bigger than the United States of America, space-wise. China is the third largest country on the planet, and they have over a billion people. And they can find anyone who's talking shit about their system in five minutes. How can they do this? Because of their facial recognition technology, their collection of data, and the fact that their surveillance state is even more crazy than the U.S. It's the testing ground for, I believe, what is trying to be implemented on a global scale. You can call me crazy all you want, but people who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And history tells us that many, many takeovers start in this same way. You start limiting free speech, you start monitoring everybody, you start locking up and executing dissidents, people that are bucking the system and saying like, hey, we don't agree with this shit. This is how totalitarian states take hold. This is how they start. So you can call me crazy all you want, but I know enough about history to recognize that there are some very stark similarities with what's going on right now. Now, the danger of them being able to tie the vaccine passport to your banking is, imagine this. Imagine you are speaking out against government and they have the ability with that app with that digital vaccine passport, they could just freeze your bank account, freeze all your money. Boom. You no longer can participate in society. You can't buy anything. This is why there's a big push toward a cashless society. Because if there's no cash, they can monitor every single transaction and they can get you by the balls. No more drug dealers. No more under-the-table odd jobs. No more being a handyman and helping somebody fix their garage door for 50 bucks under the table off the record. That's not going to exist anymore. If you go cashless, everything is monitored. And if everything is digital in this cashless society, that means it has the ability to be altered by someone else. Now, what happens if Someone else does alter your buying power. Now you no longer have any money in your account. You have no means to buy anything, any goods or services. You have no money. They blocked your account from use. What happens then? Well, Then I think your only chance of survival at that point, because there is no cash, you can't do any odd jobs for cash under the table. Everything's going to be tracked. Let's say someone sends you money in your digital form and your account still doesn't work. Well, now all that money's just gone. The other person just lost money and you don't have it. What happens then? Your only means of survival are going to be literally to exchange work that you do for food and shelter and water. If your only option is to trade goods and services that you have to offer in exchange for food, water, and shelter, what does that sound like to you? That's called slavery, my friends. That is not being free. You would have to literally be someone's servant, someone's slave, in exchange 
for them being kind and letting you stay in their place and putting food in your mouth. This is where a cashless society would take us. You can call me crazy all you want, but that's really what the push for a cashless society is. Total control over the population. No more autonomy, no more freedom, no more privacy. Everything is known. Every transaction between people is known. And if you speak out, you do anything they don't like, the people that pull the levers of power in the society, you do things they don't like, you are done. No more civilization for you. So again, unless you have land and can farm and maybe have animals or whatever in your own water supply, if the cashless society were implemented and you don't have any means to pay for things and you don't have the ability to farm and have your own water, you are fucked. Fucked. Completely fucked. Your only option at that point would be to make yourself a slave or just cease to exist. What are you going to do? You can't run away. You can't run away to another country. The global power structure has been blown up to such a large extent that there's nowhere to run away to. This is global technocracy that we're talking about, where the people that run big tech companies and run the technology, the high technology that we have today, they are calling the shots. That's what technocracy is. When you've got big tech and government in bed with each other, and they're the ones that are uh, making all the rules for everybody. Ties right into science and scientists and the trust the experts trope. It plays right into that. A technocratic society is one where technology and the scientists and only the intellectual elite are the ones that are making the rules for everybody else. Not democracy. Technocracy. I talk about this in a song on V. The song Betrayed by Technology. I'm talking about technocracy. And it's not because of vaccine passports and I wrote it about the dangers of that. I saw all of this shit on the wall. The desire is to have a society that's got mega huge surveillance and the end of privacy. Pretty soon it'll be the end of private thoughts. Soon enough, they're going to be able to decode your dreams, decode your personal thoughts. And I mean, like, this is where we're headed. Have you ever been thinking about something? You didn't Google it. You didn't say it. You've just thought about it. And it pops up on your phone and ad for something that was in your train of thought. The sci-fi writer Isaac Asimov summed it up pretty well. He said, quote, The saddest aspect of life right now is that science gathers knowledge faster than society gathers wisdom. The kinds of technology that we have at the same time that people are still succumbing to tribalism and all of the divide and conquer tactics and warfare and just all the kinds of really low-brained, low-frequency mentalities that we see on a daily basis reptilian brained low level shit like fear fight or flight response aggression lack of empathy this stuff is equivalent to giving 
a machine gun to a chimpanzee. Our humanity and our empathy and our wisdom is not as far along as our technological achievements. Our technology far exceeds our wisdom. Technology can be a great thing. I'm talking to you guys right now and you're probably listening on a supercomputer that's the size of your wallet. That's amazing. That's great. There are some really beautiful things that have come from technology. You know, rock and roll wouldn't exist without electric guitars and recording technology, <laughs> you know? Like we have a lot to thank nerds for when it comes to inventing things that we use every day and make our life better. There are some technologies that have the potential to be destructive instead of beneficial to our society. We're teetering right on that slope right now. We're right at this apex where I talk about this in the song Circling the Drain, that humanity is at a vital point on the cusp of greatness. But unless we start to fix the problems of our world, it could all be wasted. We're at this moment where we're at the edge of a cliff and it's our choice whether we plunge off and splat on the ground or we spread our wings and fly. Humanity has so much potential right now to do amazing things. And look at where we are. We have all this untapped potential to do incredible, positive things that would be beneficial to all of mankind. And yet we're living in a time where we still have people starving to death. We have curable diseases that are wiping people out. We have drought, famine, an education system that doesn't want people to get smarter. A media system that's completely dedicated to making people more ignorant and more divided. Mainstream media, that is. There's plenty of journalists and uh, platforms that are interested in truth and making you wiser and smarter and uh, a better critical thinker. Those do exist, but it's not the norm. We've got a healthcare industry that is interested in treating people, but not really curing them because that doesn't make money. It's really interesting that the medical industry kills more people than most things. Did you know that the third leading cause of death in America is from medical malpractice or like doctor intervention. Medical intervention is the third leading cause of death in America. More than any cops that kill people, more than COVID's ever killed. Medical intervention is the third leading cause of death in America. People don't know that. Why do people not know that? Because The media, the mainstream media, is funded by Big Pharma. Does Big Pharma want to tell you that their drugs are killing people? Fuck no. So why would they allow the people they're paying to tell you the news, they won't allow them to fucking throw them under the bus? Now, our medical system was largely taken over by Big Pharma with the help of of the Rockefeller family and the Carnegie family. Rockefeller and Carnegie offered tons of money to medical schools to get their research off of the ground, 
but the caveat was that these schools had to let some of the Carnegie and Rockefeller people that are on the inside, some of their guys, the schools had to let some of their guys in on the boards, the board of directors, and making decisions for what the schools teach and what the kids are able to learn. Big Pharma took over the medical research and education fields decades ago. Now, the Rockefellers and Carnegie's are also who funded public education. So what kids are taught in schools is what Rockefeller and Carnegie want kids to learn. And they're also in charge of what kids don't learn. So our education system and our medical system are largely influenced by big money, banker types, Big corporate entities are the main funders of education and the medical system, and they have clout when it comes to what the schools are allowed to teach and what the schools should not teach kids. The same family names keep coming up over and over and over in American history and in global history. The same names come up very often when it comes to the institutions of banking, Education, healthcare, warfare, and media. You can fact check this stuff for yourself and find out that I'm not lying to you. This is all real stuff. Common knowledge for anyone that does the research. So if I'm wrong about any of this stuff, please... Please write in and tell me how I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong about some of this stuff. Speaking of research, I heard a pretty crazy thing the other day, and I decided to look it up and research it for myself to verify if it's true or not. And the claim that I heard was that the National Institute of Health, the NIH here in the U.S., was a part owner of the company Moderna. Now, I looked it up. The NIH being a part owner of Moderna is absolutely true. The federal government of the United States of America is a part owner of Moderna, one of the biggest COVID-19 vaccine companies. The federal government in the United States has a vested interest in Moderna being administered to many, many people and Moderna making a lot of money. Now, what is fascism? Some people think it's swastikas on the arm and goose-stepping in brown shirts. That's not... That, that, those are details about what fascism is. The big thing that fascism has in common with communism and socialism is when the government and big industries, big business, they're kind of holding hands or attached at the hip. When there's not a big separation between big government and big business, that is pretty much textbook definition of fascism. It's missing a couple of other things, but look at what like the Nazis did. Look at fascism in Italy and Nazi Germany. Big business and big government were attached at the hip, and they started censoring free speech and they started ostracizing anyone who's questioning what's going on. 
Next thing you know, they're rounding people up, throwing them in death camps. Or lining people up against a wall and executing them. Big business and big government being attached at the hip, along with censorship and ostracizing anyone who goes against the mainstream narrative, doesn't that sound exactly like what's going on in the world today, at least here in America? I mean, it sounds like it's happening in other countries as well, but it doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure out that we're in the infancy of a totalitarian regime being set up. We are absolutely right at the beginning stages of where true tyrannical oppression steps in. The National Institute of Health is a part owner of Moderna. Just FYI, Moderna has never, ever, ever put out a product before this COVID-19 vaccine. The COVID-19 vaccine that Moderna is pumping out is the first product they've ever created. They have never brought a vaccine to market. Now, they have pursued over nine vaccine candidates, but none of them ever made it through phase three clinical trials. So in other words, Moderna has attempted to create many vaccines in the past, but none of them were able to meet safety requirements. But now all of a sudden, they got it all figured out. Within one year of COVID striking everything down and lockdowns being implemented, Within less than a year, they just magically figured it all out. And they're being funded and they are part owned by the U.S. federal government. You know, the same people who brought you endless wars in the Middle East. The Vietnam War. The bombing of people all over the world with taxpayer money. Internment camps for Japanese Americans in the 1940s. The same entity that went into a house in Waco, Texas and showed up with tanks that had flamethrowers mounted on them to burn down a house with a bunch of women and children inside. The same people that are spying on you and saving all of your data and every conversation, email, and text that you ever send or receive. The same people that drafted up the plans for Operation Northwoods. Now, for those who don't know, Operation Northwoods was something that happened during JFK's presidency. And essentially, the CIA came to JFK and said, hey, we got these plans to hijack airplanes and start shooting people up at malls and shopping centers. And we're going to make all of this chaos and death and destruction. And we're going to make it look like it's the Cubans doing it. That way we can go and charge through and start fucking up Cuba because it looks like they've attacked our country. Look it up. This is real. This is not a conspiracy theory. Operation Northwoods. The federal government in the past has made plans to kill Americans in horrific ways to start wars. Now, I can't help but think that that ties right in with 9-11, but that's a whole other story. You know, here we are 20 years later after the fact and we're still fucking over there. We never found any weapons of mass destruction. 
and the Pentagon is the most heavily surveilled building in the world, but there's only a few frames of footage of a quote-unquote plane hitting it. Then they didn't find any plane engines or anything there. Same within Pennsylvania with Flight 93. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another topic for another day, but it reminds me of that. Operation Northwoods. The U.S. federal government is the same entity that drafted that shit up, brought it to the table. Same entity that started the wars overseas right after 9-11 and we're still not out of them. Longest running war in U.S. history, might I add. Same organization that spies on you night and day and the same organization that lets their uh, their enforcers, the IRS, come over and steal your hard-earned money. They steal your money with the threat of violence, with the threat of locking you in a cage. That is extortion, my friends. The U.S. federal government doesn't care about you. They don't give a shit about Americans. If you don't understand that, I don't know what it will take to open your eyes to that fact. But my point is, that this same entity is the one telling you to get jabbed and they have a financial vested interest in you getting it. This is the same entity that would implement vaccine passports that are required for you to go to a baseball game or a concert or an amusement park or a movie theater or hopefully, this doesn't happen, but a grocery store or the DMV. Imagine if you need to get vaccinated to go into the DMV to get a driver's license. No more driving. Not legally, anyway. And one other thing to consider for people that say everyone needs to get vaccinated, let's remember we have a First Amendment right to practice religion and free speech, right? So with that, you can't vaccinate everybody. What are you going to do? You're going to force people that are Christian scientists or Jehovah's Witnesses, people that don't take medicine, you're going to force them to get it? What about vegans that don't want animal products injected into their arms? There's animal products in there. Look it up. You're going to make them get it? You're going to force them to get it? What about people that don't believe in abortion? There is aborted fetal tissue in most vaccines. Are you going to make people get that? You can't force everyone to get these things. Just keep that in mind. If you're on the side of, you know, vaccines are a good thing, you have to remember that you can't make everyone get it. Also, there's something in these vaccines called PEG, and the vast majority of people are allergic to PEG. So what are you saying if you're saying that everyone needs to get vaccinated? Even if someone has an allergic reaction and will likely die from getting the injection, they have to get it? You have to be a fucking sadistic psychopath to have that mindset. Just throwing it out there. Let's be reasonable. You cannot force everyone to get this thing. Just want to put that out there. Because I think a lot of people are ignoring these ideas. 
This stuff is not something to just brush off as tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. This is legitimate stuff to look into and ask questions about. Everyone always talks about trust scientists and listen to science and don't be anti-science. Well, isn't science about asking questions? I don't know what fucking planet I'm on, but it seems like all these people that are all about science and pro-science are fucking offended and go ballistic if you ask questions. Isn't that the basis of science? Trying to get to the bottom of how things work by asking questions and hypothesizing and then testing things? This whole world's upside down right now. And uh, the reason I'm talking about the vaccine passport stuff is because I really think it's the last straw. It's the last thing that needs to be flipped on and then the powers that be will have infinite power. Something to pay attention to. We can't let it be implemented here. We're doing just fine without vaccine passports. We don't need them. I don't see the value in having them, especially if it's going to come to not just international travel, but if you need a vaccine passport to cross state lines or to walk into venues or restaurants or bars or grocery stores, whatever, that is a new level of fucked up. And it is setting a precedent that we are all slaves, that we don't have any rights, that we don't have the right to privacy and that we are subservient. This is not the precedent we want to be setting, not only for ourselves, but for future generations of people. We cannot let it happen. Now, maybe it never even gets to that point where it's a real thing on the table, but they're talking about it. Governments are talking about it. So pay attention. Beware. And if you want to find me on Instagram to watch the video I'm talking about, find me there. It's David underscore Havoc. D-A-V-I-D underscore H-A-V-O-K. Now, this is stuff that's been kicking around in my brain for a while, and I really wanted to do an episode where I just get it off of my shoulders and get it out of my head, and you guys hear it, and hopefully you look into it, and we can move on, start talking about other things, but... I really think that this is quite possibly the fight of our lifetime, and I think it's incredibly worth discussing because it could literally be the end of free society forever. So I hate to make it all doomy and gloomy. That's not my intention whatsoever. I just think that we're literally sitting at a place where our options are not paper or plastic. The options are freedom or slavery. And I don't let this stuff keep me awake at night. I pay attention, I observe, but I don't let it ruin my life. I think it's very easy to have knowledge of some of these things and let it really get to you and make you miserable. Luckily, music is a great outlet, and if anything, all of the knowledge of all of this stuff doesn't ruin me. It just increases my gratitude. I think Gratitude equals happiness. The more grateful you are for the things you have, the more happiness you're going to have. 
And I hope that attitude can be infectious because I don't want you to listen to this stuff and get bummed out. I want you to be armed with knowledge because knowledge truly is power. And I want you guys to know that it's not all over. It's not all a lost cause. If it was a lost cause, they wouldn't need to spend so many resources on propaganda and trying to brainwash people. If it was a lost cause, they would just be right out front with it and tell you it's all over and there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) People are waking up, and the more aware people are, the better chance we have of thriving as a species. If you found any of the information in this episode valuable, please share this with your friends and with your family. I would greatly appreciate it. It's not all over. Gratitude equals happiness. Never forget it. So I would like to end this thing on a more positive note, and we're going to do exactly that, my friends. The next time I do a uh, solo podcast like this, I'll be reading some of the emails that you guys sent me from the last couple of episodes, and we'll get caught up on some of that shit. But on a more positive note here, I see that Gojira just announced a headline tour. I saw that Megadeth and Lamb of God just announced their rescheduled dates for their tour. I saw that Deicide announced a tour. So it looks like there are bands starting to announce tours. Now, I don't know how those shows are going to happen. I don't know if they're going to be vaccinated only, vaccine passport, socially distanced, everyone wears a mask, limited capacity. I have no idea. No clue how the shows are going to happen, but the fact that tours are being announced and it's looking like it's very possible to go to metal shows again by the end of this year, that is really, really, really great news. I'm very curious to see how those things will wind up, what kind of rules they're going to have for entry, and just to see how that all shakes out. But the fact that shows are getting announced for this year is great. So great. Super stoked about that. I cannot wait to go see a band play live music with a giant PA system. So that is some good news. We'll start seeing more tours get announced. And uh, like I said, I'm just really curious to see how these first round of of shows are going to happen. What are the rules going to be? Because that's important. I think there's going to be a big difference between Limited capacity, social distanced, everyone has a mask on and everyone has to be vaccinated versus no masks, no social distancing, no passport, full capacity, everyone come on in, bring your friends. It's a big difference between those two situations. It might be somewhere in the middle. There might be a gray area here and it might be state dependent. It might be different in different cities, different counties, different states. I have no idea, but we're going to check it out. And pay attention and see what happens with those. I'm very curious to see how it all goes. But the fact that they're even announcing stuff and saying that bands are going to tour again is a good sign in the right direction. So I'm going to leave you guys with this quote. I saw this the other day. I had never heard it before and I had never heard of the person who said the quote. But this is my wisdom to impart and leave you with for this episode. The quote. It's from a person named Bodhidharma or Bodhidharma. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it sounds Indian. The quote is, Not engaging in ignorance is wisdom.
So that's it, my friends. The choice is yours. You got a supercomputer in your pocket. You can use it or uh, not. It's up to you. But as this quote says, not engaging in ignorance is wisdom. If you want to be wise, don't engage in ignorance. Do some research. If you find out some stuff that's interesting that you think is going to help the world become a better place, share that knowledge. Spread wisdom. Spread truth. Try to leave the world a little bit nicer than the way you found it. If we all make baby steps in that direction, we will no doubt succeed and find ourselves in a better place in the future. Let's try to set up a world where freedom and wisdom and liberty and love is paramount. Let's leave fear and ignorance and hatred in the dust. We can do it. We can do it. The biggest step is going to be sharing ideas. If there's good ideas, good information, it's got to be shared. This is not the time to sit back and be apathetic and sit on our hands and go, oh, I guess we'll just see what happens. If you have valuable information that's going to benefit future generations of the human race, share it. Scream it from the mountaintops. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I had to get this stuff off my chest, and I, I hope it wasn't too brutal for you. But please, like I said, fact check anything you want here. I would love to be wrong about some of this stuff. So shoot it over to me at podcast at com if you've got any uh, information for me that you think would be valuable. I'd love to share it. And go find Riffs or Die on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. You can go to riftsordie.com. All the links are there. You can pick up some merch and go to patreon.com slash riftsordie to support the podcast beyond just listening, sharing, and picking up merch. All the Patreon subscribers, I appreciate you very, very much. You're helping to keep my head above water during this very uncertain time in the music biz. I appreciate it. If you want one of those Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death shirts, Go to store.havoc.band and pick one of them up. We also have those do not wash, do not wash your brain shirts. Think for yourself. Much more wisdom and happiness will come that way. I'll be talking to you guys again very, very soon to play catch up here with the missing episode. So until then, please take care of yourselves and each other, my friends. Music suggestion for this week is the new Evile record, Hell Unleashed. There's some really sick riffs on there, and some of the right hand picking is insane. Made my right hand want to fall off just listening to the opening track. Craziness. You guys take care. I will talk to you very soon. Good luck and good night. Bye, everybody. (laughs) 